welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy. I'm filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, and I have with me today Mr. Glenn Beck, mm -hmm. Stuber Gear. That's me. And Jeffrey Hello. Fisher. All right, gentlemen, let's start with your stories. What do you have for us today, Glenn? Uh, I think both Stu and I want to talk a little bit about the Mueller recap and the. Uh, I describe it as Star Wars. Episode one. <laughs> that's not a good reference. Uh, that's not positive for the Mueller thing. I want to do the same thing, and I, because it really is amazing the buildup and then the reaction immediately afterwards. No delay. Uh, it, I think it tells a pretty dramatic story. It sure does. And I'd like to talk about executions, though. Uh, the federal government has now uh, decided that, and not Mueller, uh, but the federal government has now decided to. Uh, they're going to execute their prisoners again. So, yeah. Keeping it light with executions. Let's light it up. <laughs> um, and we also want to thank our sponsor. So, Glenn, I know you want to tell us a little bit about Relief Factor. Uh, Relief Factor is something that I have uh, taken now for a year and a half. Mm, think so? Yeah. Okay. yeah, it was like that. It was around, uh, I feel like it was, it was around Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, it was right before Christmas, and I was going on vacation, and I said to my wife, I can't live this way anymore. And she said, I know, I can't live this way anymore either. And I'm not going to listen to you complain anymore <laughs> if you don't try everything. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, try Relief Factor. And I'm like, oh, honey, it's not going to work. It's, you know, drug-free, better living through pharmaceuticals. And uh, she said, try it. Like, I don't take, I t I'll, take I'll take Tylenol, Advil, please, Advil. Inflammation, <laughs> like it was like this, like this invisible. I can't see my body swelling. I mean, I can see this, but that's not from, you know, Advil's not going to uh, take care of it. Unfortunately, uh, I started taking for three weeks. I said I would do it for three weeks because that's what they say. I took it for three weeks. I'm still taking it today. It is, it has dramatically changed my life. That's why I paint again. Get your life back. Relief Factor. Try it now. Relieffactor.com. That's awesome. All right, so we want to talk about Mueller. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me, do we have the audio of, or the video of the way they set up Mueller and his testimony? The media was so excited about this. Sharks. You're right. It, it was, it was the same kind of hype of episode one from Star Wars, where everybody is like, this is going to be the greatest movie mm -hmm. of all time. This is going to be, we've been waiting forever. So this, how is it going I was so excited. I was so excited. I, was, <laughs> so excited. I, sat, I couldn't get even a, a seat. I sat in the front row with my daughter. It was her birthday when it came out. We were so excited. And she said, maybe, Dad, it was that we were sitting in the front row. And I'm like, nope, you can't get far enough away from the screen to make this thing work. Uh, but that's how they set it up. Let me show you how they set this up. Could the outcome sway undecided House Democrats on impeachment? What happens here today is likely to be a turning point in the fight over impeachment. Do you think that it could change the dial on impeachment? It's going to be very damning. The recitation of that evidence could be incredibly damaging. A key moment in the Trump presidency. Testifying before yes, Congress is. with the presidency at stake. This is either going to be the world's biggest event, the Mueller movie, or a dud because there's nothing new. <laughs> that, that question, was the ball advanced? No. Impeachment's over. They needed more fuel for any kind of impeachment effort. So look, on optics, this was a disaster. Um, a lot of Democrats in particular used the D word and branded this a disaster early on. Okay, so <laughs> now who didn't see this coming? Stu and I 
said the day that Mueller gave his farewell address, okay, he stood there and he said, don't call me. I mean, that was the quote. Don't call me to testify. I have nothing new to say. If you test, if you ask me to testify, I will just confirm what's in the report. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, they expected him to maybe get a little bit more. But he had already said, don't do it because I won't. Now, here's a guy who's so honorable. He's just so credible. He would never lie. He'd never cheat. He'd never steal. I mean, if you cut his jacket open in the back, wings will pop out. <laughs> so he's got, he's Mr. Credibility. He would never lie. Well, he, you're asking him to make himself a liar because he said, I'm not going to say anything except, yep, that's what the report said. Don't call Don't me. call me. So 180 times, this is what he said. Watch. I'll leave it with the uh, report. So uh, I would have to refer you to the report on that. Direct you to the uh, report for how that is characterized. And I uh, would direct you to the report itself. Okay. What, well, I looked at the rep- that 182 that pages is, of it. It's outside my purview. It's outside my purview. Outside my purview. It, it is still outside my purview. I can't answer that question. Now I can't get into details. I can't get into that. The letter stands for itself. I, I can't get into it. I can't get into that internal deliberations. I am not going to get into that. Wow. I mean, it was 180 times. That was just the highlights there. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And for anybody that thought he would do differently, you were betting that Santa would come after you buried your parents. <laughs> what? It's interesting because, uh, uh, you know, there's a uh, there's a piece of, I guess, the analysis of this whole situation, which is shows Mueller in a negative light because of what you just showed. Uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm you know, he's deterrent. He's saying, look, look, I'm deferring. I'm going to the report. Go back to the report. Go back to the report. It's exactly what he promised he would do. Yeah. He told you in advance. This is what he said he was going to do. I, well, you know, I, They're delusional. Yeah, the, it, the Democrats are delusional. We've had these issues before with like PR stuff before where like Glenn says something crazy. Uh, and, and, and you'll go through and you'll like take the time to really like, let me explain what I'm doing. And you'll write an op-ed or something. And then people just like want to constantly continue to ask you about the same question. It's like, well, look at the op-ed. There it is. It's, it's written right there. This is kind of his point, right? Like, I went through this thing. I've laid out all the facts in order. This is exactly what I believe. What are you doing here? Um, And I think that this sort of like, how badly did this backfire? Let me give you this clip from ABC News. If there is, I think this is the most concise telling of the entire day right here. The end result for Democrats is the end of the dream of impeachment overturning the 2016 election. It's just not going to happen. The public is not there. It's over as a political issue, but not as a national security issue. Right. So there you go. Right. Like, I think that's true. Right. The political thing is dead. Nancy Pelosi wins this battle against AOC, I think, is the way this works out. Um, the, The national security point, I think, is important in that, like, this report did give us a lot when it comes to national security. But the whole thing struck me as, as like this big moment, right? Like the Democrats built up in their head they were going to have this big moment. Like, you know, Christopher Darden in the OJ trial is like, you know what? We're going to have him try on those gloves. And everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, here's the killer wearing the gloves. And it's going to be this big, powerful moment. And then you find out, oh, crap, the gloves don't fit. 
And as Glenn mentioned on radio today, it's like, but in advance, the gloves were with a little mouth on there telling you that it was not going to work. I'm not going to Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Those big hands scare me. It won't work. Don't do it. And he did it anyway. Uh, he hadn't been taking relief factor. He hadn't been taking relief factor. <laughs> um, one, uh, one more thing I want to go to is, is, is I think, Looking at this with all the evidence now, I think we all looked at Mueller. He didn't say much during the investigation. He he said he had this press conference where he said, I laid it all out in the report and I'm not going to talk about it again. And my my impression of that was like he was trying to basically be like, I don't want to get involved in the political game. Everyone we worked hard. Right. right. Yeah. We worked hard on this. I don't I want to put it out there. You guys can read it and I don't get involved in your he's little game. He's the greatest game. guy ever. If he yeah. got his jacket wings come up, I mean <laughs> we love him. He's doing his job. Mm-hmm. He's out there. He's only spending twenty five million. Yeah, so right. Yeah, that's it. Just the twenty five million. <laughs> I, I almost and I still don't know what G, Fusion GPS is. Well, that's I mean, you give me another twenty-five headed. million, right? Then I'm and I'll probably know. tell you. And that's a great point. Like he didn't know that, and and it kind of led me to another view of this that I have now entered into my sort of possibilities here, which is that maybe he was just sort of a figurehead here. Yeah. Maybe this was, you know, Mueller has credibility. He has credibility with both sides leading into this for sure. Worked with Republicans and Democrats. Great law enforcement resume. And maybe, like, he, this is an investigation that goes on kind of with his uh, rough approval of the edges of where it goes and, and tone. But in reality, he really wasn't all that invested. It reminded me, and Jeffy, of course, his son was, uh, you know, drafted by the, or played for the New England, New England Patriots. It reminded me of, like, you know, Tom Brady football camp. And, like, you send your kids, you spend all this money, and they go to Tom Brady football yeah. camp. Tom Brady's not there. Like, Tom Brady kind of, like, you know, his name's on the poster. He doesn't show up for the final day of The pictures. final day, he does pictures, and he makes a three-minute speech. And uh, But in general, like, did, it's just a football camp. Remember we did a book that fell under my name, but I was very clear. I didn't write this book. It was, uh, what's his name, that wrote... Uh, the original argument. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the Federalist Papers. Federalist Papers, and it was written, but I had to go on the press junket, and people would ask me, and I'd be like, uh, well, my purview. what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> well, um, you know, what is he thinking? Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's the way it felt. He clearly didn't write it. Yep. He, I, he didn't and he hadn't read it, probably. It. I mean, that's what since. killed him, right? I mean, really, that's one of the things I, that really made it, the what you know, we heard in one of the clips, the optics. But, I mean, the optics was bad. We, I mean, we were, were, it was really bad. We were looking at him yesterday at 8.20 Central Time. We're watching it, and we're talking about it on the air. And I started with, well, put right. it. Where's the pudding? I want my cup of pills. What's that? Yeah. He looked ancient and out of touch to the point to where he looked like he was having several geriatric moments. I don't think that's true, but that's how bad it was. Well, because didn't one of them ask him to read a portion of the report? And he said, I'll be happy to let you read it. I mean, he wasn't going to read anything. <laughs> yeah. he, would, you know. he didn't want to be part of this. And right. look, he told them he didn't want to be part of it. It's, it's really their fault. The Demo- This is a giant showing of Democratic incompetence. Nadler like, and Schiff both. Yeah, they them. actually lost ground yeah, by having him show up because it didn't feel like they were like, well, if we, we have him agree to our questions after we read the report, this is going to be positive. It was the exact opposite. I mean, they choked this thing. So two things here. Um, we're still not talking about Russia and national security. Which that's the one part he was actually good thing. on. Yeah. I think that's the part yeah. he cared about, honestly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He, in his opening statement, this is real and they're doing it right now. Is anybody paying attention? 
That we haven't done. And the last thing is, tell me, tell me that this would have been worse if Jar Jar Binks would have showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he did testify for a short time. But Mueller was... Report, <laughs> episode one. No kidding. <laughs> All right, well, so we're going to head to break, and then when we come back, we've got some more hot topics to talk about, so stick around. Jeffy wants to kill people. That's what we really <laughs> want to talk about. I want to talk about that. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Have you, have you seen what Duarte said recently? Welcome back. Before we dive into our next story with Jeffy, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. And Stu, I know that you have a lot of experience in this area. Yes, I bought a house not, not too long ago, and I went to uh, American Financing and approximately 35 other companies. I really shopped <laughs> it around for the mortgage. Um, and, you know, was Including able Including to, to a guy named Vito. Yes, his name was Vito, <laughs> but he was very nice. Yes, uh, very nice. of course. Uh, I give you a great interest rate. Yeah, he was helping me with this horse head I found in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Um, but he, w- you know, we went through all those companies and, and narrowed it down almost immediately to American Financing and one other company. And the reason why the other company was in the pe- picture was because basically I wanted a uh, irregular mortgage. You know, you go to like a rack of shirts and they have the irregular yeah. size. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it was. No, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't know. Shirts, okay. So. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, and and wow. the, it wasn't what they did. Fat shaming again. I know. Myself. I know. Um, it wasn't what they did. They did. You know, they they are responsible and do responsible mortgages. I was like, can you give me the one I could have gotten to like 2006 from some like random, uh, you know, uh, loan shark? They said no. To that. <laughs> they said that it doesn't seem like a great idea to us. But if you want to do that, like, you know what? We're not going to try to, you know, we don't. We're not going to try to talk you out of it. They're like, look, if you if it's right, what's right for you, go find it. Um, you go with it. With I like company. the fact that this is what they told me in 2007 when I said no, I won't advertise for you because I believe the mortgage companies are going to all you know, sink into the ground. Yeah. And they said, no, we don't make those kind of loans. Yeah. And they say and no to people. Like a who, test they don't. Uh, uh. Yeah, where they're like that. Because if I remember right, what they said to you is, that's not a really good idea. We we wouldn't recommend that you do that. Yeah, right. They, right. They, you know, and look, I I understand that. By the way, that loan that I took has already been sold to another company. I'm now paying some other company. Like it's been, it hasn't been fun. Uh, so they were probably right on this. But the whole point is, <laughs> listen to them when you call them. American Financing. Uh, they do a great job. Americanfinancing.net uh, and eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty is the number. Definitely would recommend them. Awesome. All right. So Jeffy, we're gonna. It's been twenty years. Off. Since uh, the federal government has executed prisoners, and Attorney General Barr uh, told us that they're going to start doing it as of today. Well, he's good. He's he effective. He's, 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 he's the first to go. He's gone. We lost him already. We lost him. We lost him. So uh, he said that uh, we're going to start uh, executing the prisoners, and it's going. The first one is going to be in December, I think. I mean, it's going to be a ways away. But they've already they've been on death row. The first five people have been on death row for quite some time now, and have exhausted all their appeals, everything, and they're really bad people uh, when you look at the crimes that they are convicted of committing. But it's been on hold. They had uh, Obama had uh, the jet federal system look into the drugs that they were using to uh, kill the prisoners mm-hmm. and if they were good or bad. And even the states have been struggling with that. States have been struggling with the companies that have made the drugs that kill the prisoners. The companies are saying, hey, we're not going to make it anymore. We're not going to tell you where it comes from. All kinds of stuff like that. Well, now we're down to just one drug, the uh, penobarbital. Penobarbital. Phenobarbital. Uh, and uh, oh, P-E-N. There's no H, my friend. It's phenobarbital. Okay. 
Yeah, I never questioned gl- uh, Jeffy on drugs, so I, I would <laughs> yeah. say. No, but phenobarbital well, I is something that, that, stops, <laughs> that stops seizures. My daughter took it as a oh. child, as a young child, phenobarbital. And it makes you very sleepy. Yeah. Mm. Now, there's 62 people on the federal death row uh, inmates right now. And, of course, it's not going over. It won't go over well. I don't even know if it will actually happen now because every Democratic presidential uh Candidate or nominee has all come out against, of course, uh, de- the death penalty forever. I mean, California, the governor, the people have voted in California. Again, this is the state, not feds. But this, in California, the voters said, yes, we want to continue the death penalty. And the governor said, no. So Rafe and I drove this summer through Colorado, where the super, super, super max is. Yeah. The world's most secure yeah. building the world's most secure building is. Uh, and we drove by it, and we started looking. It was on the map, and Rafe and I were like, whoa, 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 world's most secure building. We started reading about it and who's in there. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. We wanted to go. We drove by it, and I'm like, I want a tour of this place. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty amazing and full of really bad people really yeah, bad really people. bad so you know whether you're for uh executions or not i mean i i kind of feel like i am you're you've done you read what these criminals have done uh really bad things once you've exhausted your your chances mm-hmm. of appeals it's so um, texas per capita the great state of texas really has done the most uh, executions per mm-hmm. capita I mean, yep. I think we're number it two one of percentage the wise, I like but about, number one. It's one of the things I do like about Texas is Texas is like, don't screw with us. Yeah. I mean, three of those people were killed just because they were like, I don't know about Texas if it's the greatest. Uh, I mean, we have a roller coaster named after the hanging judge at Six Flags. The, oh, yeah. Really, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the Judge Roy Bean roller coaster, whatever. Really? Really? Like the hanging God. judge, yeah. Wow. So we love our, oh my gosh. We love our hanging know. judges uh, here. One person we know is very much in favor of the death penalty is Donald Trump, right? I mean, right. You know, of he's, course. He's, I mean, famously called for the execution of the Central Park Five when they kind of found out later that they didn't that, actually do the right. crime, which was kind of a problem. So he's also a good, uh, or he's also seemed to have a strange love affair with what's his name from the Philippines? Uh, oh, Duterte. 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 Yes. Did you see what Duterte said in his latest? It's like kind of like their uh, State of the uh, Union. He's a bad guy, man. He's ha- he's been killing people you since think? before he took I mean, office. Jeffy is calling him a bad, bad guy. guy. That yeah. is like, well, he's killing. Wow. he's killing drug dealers. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, and <laughs> he is. He has he has said, hey, you have a right to kill drug dealers in your own neighborhood. Yeah. If you see a guy who's dealing drugs, just kill him, and we're not going to do anything about it. I mean, he is. Yeah. He he's a dangerous guy. He is that they outlawed all that the uh, the Congress or Senate whatever they have over there. Uh, they said, uh, no, let's not do that anymore, and no death penalty because he seems to like it a lot. No death penalty. They banned it. He just won with a huge margin. He's wildly popular, um, and uh, <laughs> he he was given his State of the Union, and he said, you know what, we're going to bring back the death penalty too, and I think we should bring it back for corrupt officials because there's an awful lot of corrupt officials that are hanging out Thank right you. here. And uh, in fact, and I love this quote, he said, uh, in fact, there's so much corruption here that I was just, I wish there was a major earthquake that would just have this building <laughs> fall on all of you and kill you all. Wow. Ah, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I don't think you were. I mean, this guy is a dangerous Cocktails guy. in about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but let's talk about working our differences out on that bill, huh? Yeah, he's been a bad guy for, I mean, he's told, told people all along, and he's already killed uh, police officers and other judges, uh, you know, like, oh, you had something to do with drug dealers? Boom. Yeah, he's, he's, he's that guy. And, like, I, you know, there's part of you that, like, and, you want to kind of like it? You kind of like it. Yeah, because like, I think like the death penalty, and, and it's, it's a, I've had a weird relationship with it, I feel like, uh, over the years. Uh, had it, had it attempted this. on me twice, and I, did, I survived the chair. Um, and, uh, but like, you know, we, I mean, back in um, you know, your, uh, your book, I think it's an inconvenient book, uh, I make the case in there for the death penalty for child molesters, not even murderers. Uh, and, and there was, a, uh, I think, one of the worst uh, you know, Supreme Court decisions that came down was Louisiana had death penalty for ch- child molesters, and they would not, they said it was unconstitutional. Right. I don't think that was a good decision. I think as a policy, I actually uh, think it's a really, I think it can be, in theory, a good policy in that like, yeah. deterrent is Im- deterrence is important. Um, and we don't do it in a way that I think it's effective because it takes so long. There's it's nine so million long. of these, you know, uh, long-term, you know. And anyone who's and against else. it is is always, uh, you know, spouting that. Uh, well, what if one was wrong? Right. Well, and, and and they also spout like, well, it costs more. Well, it costs more because of the way you're doing it. Right. right. Uh, because you, know, you let it. Take them out back and shoot them in right. the head. Exactly. <laughs> we all know it co- it's not expensive <laughs> to kill people. Uh, I think though the issue, as I have grown uh, older and it had it created uh, less and less faith in what the government can do with uh, any mm. level of competence. It's it gets it's harder and harder to be on board with it because I mean like you, they don't do anything right so like yeah. are they deciding these things right I mean, yes we think you know we have a very long uh, road for these people to get there and, and look the law is yeah. the law and I'm a very I would much rather have guy. people stop with the appeals and back and forth I I am against it because of the mistakes that can be made um, and, and you've gone back and forth on that too I've gone back and yeah. forth and back and forth and back and forth um, I think. I'm against the loss of innocent life, but uh, these guys are horrible, horrible human beings. Um, It's not a deterrent the way we do it. It's way too expensive the way we do it. I'd rather just keep them in a super, super max uh, (laughs) and then charge, open it up so people can come and... (laughs) No, uh, but uh, I'm it with their kids. Yeah, exactly. Summer yeah. vacation. Oh no, that would have been dad of the year. We're criticizing Tom Brady yeah. for jumping off a cliff. This guy wants to bring his kid, kid to a supermax. Super yeah, uh, scared straight. Is he, Hiller, did you see the uh, did you see El that, Chapo today? Did Let's you see go. that Jeffrey Dahmer or no, not Jeffrey Dahmer? Who's the uh, There's all these documentaries that were going on Netflix of that mass murder. Ted, Ted Bundy. Did you see that any of the Ted Bundy? See, yeah. You did yeah, see it. And at one point, like they're they're showing and they're like, well. Uh, you know, an argument for the death penalty is Ted Bundy, right? The guy escapes yeah. twice from prison, yeah. and it's like, well, maybe just don't store him in a library by himself. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. there, there should be a way. Um, but we see this, we've seen this, um, and we have seen it many times, where people who are murderers figure out a way to get out. We've seen it with terrorists, where they, they leak information. There are negatives. It's just like I, my government skepticism on, on their ability yeah. to do anything competently. I will just tell you, what I'm concerned about is what I talked about in 2008. The world will go into chaos and people will do anything to make it stop. And I think that's where the Philippines are and possibly we're headed that way it's, too. I mean, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about the United Kingdom, Puerto Rico now. It's, it's amazing what's going on. Having to go to extremes. All right, we're going to go to break and we'll be right back. Okay, I can't get it off of this. 
All right, before we wrap things up and head into overtime, I want to let Glenn tell us a little bit about the special from last night where you can catch it. If you missed it last night. Did you see it, last Jeff? Night, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had so many people call me. I actually had a uh, uh, attorney general call me and say, it's the first time I've truly understood what was going on. Going on Complicated yeah. case. Yeah. Uh, you have to watch it. Sign up. We're going to leave this open for the day. If you're not a member of The Blaze, please become a member of The Blaze. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use Glenn 20 as your promo code and you'll save 20 bucks off of your year's subscription. The earworm is free. All right, join us over on the website for overtime. It's coming up next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Welcome to Overtime. Okay, there's a couple stories we didn't get to. One of them I am super interested in because I am incredibly guilty of this. 88% of adults dine while staring at a screen. Oh, Is that right? Wow, that almost seems totally. low. Yes. <laughs> 88%. So 12% are liars. Yes. We're yes. Learning. At least 10% of the 12% are liars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am horrible with that because there's something about it too that it makes it's like um, you start eating and you forget that you're eating in a way. Does this make, I mean, does it make sense to you, Jeffy, by any way? It any certainly does. Uh, <laughs> but it's like I, you, like I, I would say I'm really guilty of this when I get on phone calls. I've noticed this, like, I'll be on a long, like, you know, hour-long phone call, business or whatever, and, like, as I'm doing it, if I'm at my house, I'm, like, just, like, doing the call in the pantry, and it's like, yeah, I'm... <laughs> like, as they're talking, I'm just, like, still there, still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. hold on, yeah. crunch, crunch, crunch. It's not healthy. Uh, it's not a good thing to do, and I think um, it's, a, in a way, like, when you get, when I get distracted, like, if it's almost like if your most of your attention is there, you're doing these instinctual things on the other side, and then, like, mm-hmm. eating or whatever is, 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 I think, a huge part of that. Well, I, I, I know this is going to come as a surprise, too, but <laughs> I, I'm a fan of mindless eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, we've gotten away from having dinner at the table, right? I mean, the, the sit down at the dinner at the table is just, I, it sounds good, yeah, and it's a wonderful thing. And it needs to happen, I know. It brings families together, I get it. But I need to see this show. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Do you do that, Hillary? Are you on I'm the- more guilty of looking at my phone or my computer than the television because um, I don't watch as much TV yeah. as I do like return emails or read emails or just mindlessly yeah. scroll through social media. Yes. So they're so calling it zombie yeah. eating because you're not even really paying attention to what you're eating. Yes. And I started doing it mainly when I would go out to dinner. grab lunch or dinner. That, yes, if you you're by yourself, so yep. you know, I would just sit at the table or at the bar because it's kind of awkward that you're eating alone. And so I would be on my phone mm-hmm. checking emails. And then I started noticing I'm doing it at home even if my husband's sitting I know. two feet away and we're both on our phones. You and maybe we'll talk a little that. bit. But yeah. but yeah, you, you finish your meal and you're exactly. I could be like, "How's your dinner?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, you leave later and you think like, "We didn't even connect because we right, were right. checking emails." Maybe we'll say something in passing, like, "Oh, hey, by the way." And I see, see that this? a lot. I yeah, see that a lot yeah. out with uh, and where I, where I know it affects people. And I got it. Psychologists, okay, but uh, you know, with with parents and their kids, mm-hmm. um, it's really bad. Oh yeah, in today's world and in restaurants, and so it's got to happen at home too. Uh, you know that distraction of. Uh, you know, your kid's here, 
here's a phone, here's a tablet. Right. Yeah. I gotta look at my stuff, you look at your stuff, yep. and we're gonna eat, okay? Yeah, look, there's a place for that. I mean, as a parent of two, <laughs> there is a place for you being on your tablet and them being on their tablet. Um, but I think, it was, I think it was Catherine Price who wrote a great book called uh, How to Break Up with Your Phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talked about a story when she first had her uh, child, that, you know, little baby, uh, and she was holding her baby, and I, I might have been breastfeeding or something, and she's on her phone, and and she looked down uh, at her uh, at her baby, and her baby was looking up at her uh, at her with that like look of like I'm looking to connect to mommy yeah, as I I'm feeding, mommy. right? And she's like, and I'm looking at my phone, and it just made me feel terrible. And I think it's and it's it should true, because <laughs> <It should>. um, <laughs> I know I do that with my kids. Like when they, you know, sometimes like you're you're in the middle of looking at something, something important, or breaking, or you got an email, you text, you're trying to return, and they they want to show you something. Like, Daddy, watch this. Mm-hmm. And like I long when I was very uh, the kids were very young I tried to make that decision of like whenever they what? say that whenever what they say it? stop what? look at stop and look at what they're Wait, doing. whatever it is yeah. I don't want them to do the thing and look back at me and me not be looking at yes. them right. right like I want them to know that I saw it and it was cool because sometimes you'll even see it like you know my kid will be like oh watch me make this shot daddy and I'll take the shot and it'll go in I'm like great. And then I'll go like this, and that's when they look. And right. even if you did watch them and you did they stop what you were it. doing, they don't get that they sense. Your that connection's lost. Well, I think what's weird is our animals even notice it because my dogs are the same way. Really? Where if they notice that we're on our phones all the time, they'll come over and paw at us, like pay attention to me, yeah, notice that's, that I'm that's, here. That's, that's and that's sad animal. when the animal when the animals are, are getting their feelings hurt. I'm like, it's gone too animal. far. That, that cannot be. No, if you still want to be in this house, you can go lay down. Yeah, <laughs> we need dog tablets. Is what we need. Get them on this. <laughs> Swiping right. All right, and let's talk about Netflix too, because I know we're all big. Well, Netflix my, my big, as long as we're talking about watching uh, what we're watching, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we are in uh, a world of what I like to think of as app fatigue now. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if we're quite there yet, but we're pretty close to app fatigue. I mean, we have Netflix, and we have and we got all other companies coming up with their with their apps, including um, there's someone that we're watching. What is this network? Uh, oh, I hate Blaze. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a terrible Blaze. one. Blaze is awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. A, I mean, it is tough because you got Netflix. You know, Amazon, Hulu, right, are the three the three big ones. Then CBS All Access, HBO, Disney Plus coming out. Um, yeah, Disney Plus. I mean, again, and some of these are like legit Netflix contender, like mm-hmm. competitors. Yeah. Like you know, like a, a thing like um, you know, like the ESPN has an app, right? And so sometimes when I want to watch a game, like I'll have the ESPN app, but I'm not like scrolling randomly through to watch what's no. on ESPN. And they're not, and they're and Netflix ESPN is like app is uh, you know they're adding. Uh, you can still watch. So much of what's on their app, on their network, and now they're adding a plus, right? They added a right. plus, yeah, right. And so that's what I mean, like CBS All Access, and uh, you know Paramount, and yeah. Epics, and HBO, and Showtime. Well, like mean, the Disney one is like we're launching a bunch of yeah. new shows and movies with A-list stars. Like yeah. this, and is, we have, and we have our their all, the t- all their content, mm-hmm. and they're pulling all a lot their of Disney it content off the other side. Yeah. So, I mean, it does get to that point. I think I was talking to Glenn a little bit about this because obviously we're in this world, right? Like, we got to think about these things all the time when it comes to, you know, the way people consume this stuff. And I think, like, I think we get to a place where the fading, you know, where people are spending, you know, seven, eight, nine dollars a month on a bunch of different apps that will get tiring after a while. At some point, I think. Part of that money comes from people dropping cable and, and some of the right. systems. Mm-hmm. Not that you should do that if you're watching on, a, on one of our networks. Um, but I think a part of it comes to eventually these things somehow just get bundled. 
right? Like there's some overarching service that to. says, here's, you, you could buy this 10 of these apps and you'll be watching all and, of them. And, and what's funny much? about that is that's essentially cable. We're going to wind up going back to the same yeah, exact and, system. And what, what, what's the cost? Right, because now we're obviously cable is is kind of falling apart, but not really. And uh, you know, we in the one study they talked about uh, people are willing to spend twenty one bucks for all their streaming apps. Uh, I mean that uh, twenty one bucks, right? Good God, I wish I could get back to that point. I know, because right yeah. now you're averaging about fifty, maybe. Yeah. Plus, I mean, not to mention, I still have cable. Oh, right. And, all the, uh, and I mean, Netflix just went up. Uh, in price, mm-hmm. not long ago. So you know they're they're getting almost seventeen bucks for the top tier. Is it really? Well, do you think people aren't willing to pay as much because you can also consume content on things like I know ESPN had a show that just was on their Snapchat because I have a friend that oh, hosted yeah. that right. show, mm-hmm. or you oh. can watch things on Instagram TV. Well, those things are free, right? And YouTube, so, of course, right? right. Twitter like, does too. Right? I Twitter wonder if that's why same. we're like, well, I'm not going to pay sixty dollars a month for Netflix. You yeah, know, so I can watch all these other shows for free. No, but the, no, the, the side argument to that is, um, you know, I think that uh, a lot of the content. Not that your friend's show on Snapchat wasn't great, sure but was. a lot of the content uh, on Showtime and uh, you right. know whatever other thing is you know pretty good. Right. I mean, we're in an age of some really Golden good content. Age of television. Right. I mean, some of these shows are just Fantastic. freaking amazing. They're so good. It's it's actually like a a, a burden. Because I know there's all these shows out there I want to watch, and I, 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 how do I get to all of them? It's like hard to do. I watched this. I watched, you watch the great trailer of uh, Picard, the new Star Trek. Oh, uh, is there a uh, trailer? Look good. Uh, CBS All Access. Yeah, I mean, they say, did you hear, um, we had Stephen Kent on earlier this week. He did a few shows with us, and he's like this, you know, our friend who's a Star Wars geek, yeah. basically. Um, and he was telling us the new um, thing for, I, I can't remember, it was a, it was a bounty hunter oh, that's uh, right. Star yeah, yeah, yeah. Wars project. Now, if you, you know, Boba Fett is uh, one of the coolest Star Wars characters ever. And every, like, I, I remember as a kid being like, that would be a great movie, just right. a movie about what he's doing yeah. on a daily basis. Right. Well, they're basically building that with a different, I think, bounty hunter. And it's just going to be on Disney I mean, on subscription Disney service. Plus. And it's like 100% chance I'm paying for it now. <laughs> I, they've already locked me in. And just to shut up and take my money. Yeah, yeah. At some point, we're all just running out of money here. Absolutely. And it's <laughs> tough because so many networks, even if you can get it on cable, there's so many networks have one or two shows that they've dumped all this money in with stars and content that are great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going to pay for an app for those two shows? I, you know, yeah, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, and good luck. I don't know where it stops. I mean, I pulled cable a couple years ago, and then for some reason the cable company broke into my house and reinstalled the cable <laughs> boxes. They? Reinstalled the cable boxes, wow. reinstalled everything. I tried to, I got called, the dad, the cable company's here. Oh, All no. the police, they, they, they didn't get there in time. It mean, <laughs> seemed like a legitimate oh, yeah. story. But. <laughs> All right, we talked a little bit about aliens. Um, apparently, a Florida company is offering insurance policies in case of an alien abduction. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> People are really paying for this. That's a good idea. God, that's a brilliant business. It sure is. We're, getting, we're kicking up a lot of dust, right? We're going to the moon again. Uh, we're going to space. We've got big space wars, and we got people who's claiming they're going to storm Area 51. Uh, I mean, we're. <laughs> but this is great because, like, if you have to, you're going to have to give proof, right, of your alien abduction to get to collect on the payment. Yeah. And then, you know, I think I would be willing to take the chance that uh, they're not going to be able to prove it. I'll be able to prove so it. So this right. is just like collecting money every yes. month. I love right. it. They said that they've paid out. Two, I believe they've made two payments. So two <laughs> really? people have been able to prove wow. that they were yeah, be abducted by it. aliens and cashed in. 
No so, way. I mean, but where's that? Just bring the evidence to the people. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, yeah. are these family members of the insurance yes. company? That no, we can't. That's, 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 <laughs> you're a, that's, that's a great strategy. That that's say, a, that's hey, we paid out too so far. Yeah. I mean, this is legit. It's it's and I'd like, to t- I'd like to tell you, but it's confidential. Should have known you were involved in this in some shady way. <laughs> that's a brilliant. I, I like the Hillary I idea here. She's paying it out to, to family members. It gives you the commercial saying we have paid it out. Family members with different names. We can ask Elon Omar for some advice on how to do that. Yeah. I did not know that was in you. Wow, we're learning things about her. I'm, I'm all about the, the quick money-making schemes. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was really interesting because the guy who started the business says, if you get one of our policies, show you have a sense of humor about it. Wait, wait. I mean, we're going to charge you money you and it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you paying us for nothing is going to be really funny. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I loved that story. All right. And then uh, something else that was on uh, theblaze.com that I thought was both terrifying as a new mom <laughs> um, and also just, I can't believe this happened. A toddler went for a ride on one of the luggage conveyor belts. I oh, guess no. the mom said she sat him down you know, for just a second, as we all have to, mm-hmm. to, to get her ticket. He climbed onto the conveyor belt, nice. and it started up. I guess it was activated by him jumping on top, and and oh, there it went. So there's the oh video. God. Oh, every kid wants. No, to no, don't do it. No, no. Every kid wants to. Do oh my God, it. he's going can, through, Yeah, he's trying to climb out. You can tell that he's trying to, you know, well, he's not fast to get enough. back out. So he did end up getting hurt. Um, his right hand was fractured in the incident. Oh, God. So he was taken to the the Scottish Rite Hospital in Atlanta, and they said he's he's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, it's tough. I mean, look, you know, I mean, first of all, Jeffy's got like thousands of kids he's never even seen. So, I mean, we all have a moment where we're not looking. Uh, Every so often our... as a kid, you go ahead, get on the conveyor belt. Uh, but it is like one of those things where you, you, you can turn your head pretty quickly oh and like all of a sudden something. I mean, it's, it's one, this thing, you, know, you have a, a I have very, a nine-month-old, so that's why I'm wondering, yeah. like, does, everyone, does every parent have a story like this one where something like that happens? Because I've only had one incident. And I took him to a restaurant, put him in the high chair. I reached down for five seconds yeah. to just pick the diaper bag up. And he had reached all the way across the table, grabbed a plate, threw it on the ground, <laughs> shattered everywhere. Oh, man. And it's that moment where everyone turns and is like, what a horrible parent. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly I, I mean, just feel I awful. love this kid. <laughs> oh, he's going to be a mess. I mean, but it was just one of those moments where I was like, it wasn't that I wasn't paying attention. I literally yeah. just yeah, bit but, down But, but what it was, you weren't paying attention. You turned your head. <laughs> It's funny because it's it's true. It's like it, it is. Uh, you feel terrible, it like sure you screwed up. It's like, embarrassing. It, it, it is. It's of course nothing. Every parent has gone through it. And, you know, it's funny because as a you know you, as you grow up and you know you you're not, you don't have kids. You're so judgmental of other parents. You're like, yes. oh God. I mean, come on. What are you don't doing? You over do there? something. Yeah. The second you get into the situation, you realize it's just like you're not a machine, right? Like you you have things that you have to do. Sometimes you're doing things, as you point out, like something for your actual child. child. You have to take your eye. You don't have multiple eyes but, in the back of your head. No, but that is the start of. Now I've got to look the other way. Here's a tablet. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, Here's a new streaming app exactly. that we just buy. <laughs> yeah, this is separate from to a, a friend of mine who has a uh, who has a, a, about a three year old who lives down the street from them that just breaks out of the house and walks down to the end of the street by themselves. Oh, like wow. multiple times, this is happening. He's telling me these stories. I'm like, like, uh, look. My wife used to do that. Could that happen? A- no, I, I'm serious. My uh, my in laws tell the story all the time when she was really? a kid. They ended up putting locks up at the top of the door. Yeah. Because and she would climb up. She would move chairs and stuff and unlock so she could That's get incredible. out of the house. I mean, they, I mean, there's kids like that. It can happen. It can happen to anybody, but it's like, 
you know, if it happens once or twice, you take a step like that, right? Yeah, like, you, you know, have you to. get kicked, you keep Yeah, happening. you gotta start, like, well, that's, those are the kinds of things that terrify me because, I mean, everybody said, like, you gotta watch them every second, but I'm learning that it's impossible yeah. to do yes. that. But I do think that it's kind of payback because, like you said, before I had kids, when a child in a restaurant would break a plate or yeah. a glass or throw a tantrum, I would think, why would they bring a child in? <laughs> <laughs> why would they bring a child to a restaurant, feed them at home or on the airplane? Yeah, you know, oh, when a baby's yeah. screaming and crying and I would think, why would you fly with the baby? Right. Why would you do this to the rest of us? And I feel <laughs> terrible now, now because you, realize, you see yeah. how stressed out the parents are like, oh gosh, they're just trying so hard to make sure that everything goes smoothly, everyone's fed, we get in and out without any major incidents. Mm -hmm. And I feel terrible because of all the times that I judged everyone. So everyone that I judged <laughs> on my last 100 flights, I'm very sorry, because well, it is, it's a lot. Jeffy solved this problem by leaving eight and a half months before they're born. Uh, that's a it good, works. you never have to <laughs> worry works. about it at all. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get to our poll question before we go. Uh, the question yesterday was, um, let's see, is Boris Johnson the UK's Trump? I mean, and they're already protesting him, so he sure as heck is. 70% said yes. Yeah, I mean, major disagreements on policy, right? I mean, I, yeah. from the, the difference between free trade and, and protectionism is a massive difference between them, and there's certainly others, but... Uh, there's definitely a similarity there other than the hair. The hair is definitely similar. Um, <laughs> but there's a similarity in that, like, just being that outspoken guy that, like, the, Ameri the people feel like they're talking your language. Like, I'm, I don't care. I'm just going to lay it out there. I've got mistakes. You know, I've got some flaws. I'm yeah. just going to lay them out there. And people like that, I think. Yeah, seems very real. All right, and then today's poll question, will Democrats let the hashtag collusion delusion go after, uh, let it go after embarrassing hearings with Robert Mueller on the Hill yesterday? What do you think? I think you're going to still have the AOCs of the world. You'll have the squad out there. You'll have some people still pushing. I mean, I know Ted Lieu was already saying he's still on the impeachment bandwagon. But the, any momentum for this actually occurring, I think at this moment is gone. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, Pelosi yes. won this battle with, with AOC. Um, I, I think that was the, the last nail in the coffin. I will say, you know, you never know if a new thing comes up, if a new allegation comes up. Uh, it could change. It's going to be hard for Nadler and Schiff to let it go, though. Those two guys are just... Yeah, they'll, I, they'll still be the movement. I think that yeah. movement still goes, but it, it's it's in the background. And I think, like, one of the weird blessings about Mueller, and people, you know, people on the right hate Mueller, um, you know. Uh, but really, I think uh, this has worked out well for Trump, right? Like, I, yeah. yes, it's been an annoying side case the entire time, but, like... Almost the entire Demo time. The Democrats have so focused their energy on this story, which, by the way, Mueller said he didn't do, right? Like, he didn't collude um, with the Russians. And it's like, they've spent so much energy attacking him on this story. Like, they've actually not gone after other things they may have gone after if they didn't think this was going to be fruitful. That's and then true. at the end of the day, like, I, I don't think this has hurt him at all. That's true. Plus, another thing, though, they haven't governed. And they haven't helped the people in their, in their districts. Uh, that, I find that very frustrating. No, yeah, well, they're obviously incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People were so hyped up about the Mueller report and yeah. wanting to see him, you know, admit something. And they said 3% of Americans, and I don't even know if I believe that, 3% of Americans actually read the oh, report cover to cover. Know. And I thought, 3%? Oh, right? Who's going to go through all I mean, of that? Yeah. Mueller didn't even read it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> legitimately, I don't think Mueller read it. He didn't even know who Fusion GPS is. I don't think he read the thing. I mean, we had to read it here for work, and it's like, it was not fun. It was not right. a fun read. It's been... Um, 
the, the bumper stickers on it are ridiculous. It's not a proof. It's not proof of impeachment. It's also it was not a witch hunt and was not something that you know. It was not this like oh, there's nothing in there. There were things in there. There were things that I think would make any American uncomfortable. Uh, with the way Donald Trump handled some of those things. And beyond that, much more importantly, what, what Russia was trying to do to us was real meat. Um, that being said, though, you know, it, if only 3% or less are going to read the thing, you know, what do you get out of it? I mean, like, people, you know, people are so ridiculous and they go so over the top with one side or the other. I don't think anyone gets anything out of this stuff nope. anymore. It's a waste of time and money. Gentlemen, thank you so much for going easy on me today. When thank you I for doing in. this. I really appreciate it. This has been a well, lot of fun. Thank you for doing it. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're like, yeah, don't bring Stu back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I'm going to go read the Mueller report now. Uh-huh. Sounds oh, like a fun afternoon. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me recommend uh, high levels of alcohol yeah. before you get into right, the Mueller report. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.